0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now you will have heard uh, about Meta announcing a cut of around 500 jobs here in Ireland. It's the latest round of tech layoffs. Uh, we're joined by the Minister for Business, Enterprise and Innovation, Simon Coveney. Minister, how concerned are you that a bellwether tech giant like Meta has now, in total, shed almost a third of its workforce in Ireland?
1: Well, first of all, of course, I'm concerned. This is close to 500 people losing their jobs, and that needs to be the focus of government and our agencies to make sure that we support those people uh, if they want to get uh, reskilled, and of course, uh, as they look for alternative employment. But can I say that, you know, from my experience so far this year, many of the tech companies that have reduced their numbers in Ireland and the people who've been impacted by that have managed to find alternative employment quickly. These are skilled people uh, in an area where their skills are, are demanded. Uh, and, you know, the, first and foremost, I think we have to concentrate on making sure uh, that people who lose their jobs in Meta have alternative options quickly. Uh, and I think they will have, uh, because, you know, despite the tech announcements in terms of, of job cuts in Ireland that we've seen over the last six months or so, the Irish economy is still very, very strong. We're still creating a lot more jobs than we're losing. Uh, Over the last 12 months, we've seen an extra 100,000 jobs created in the Irish economy, and many of them in the multinational sector as well. Uh, So I think, you know, in terms of looking at the economy more broadly, we do need to put this into context. But we have seen some big names make global announcements that they're reducing global headcount, predominantly to shore up share prices in many of these companies, including Meta, because they took on too many people too quickly last year. That's of course gonna have an impact in the short term in Ireland, and we need to respond to that by being supportive of the workers that are impacted. Okay, But I think in the medium term, the commitment of these tech companies to Ireland is still very, very strong.
0: So, because there had been some sort of talk about, you know, with us being, I suppose, reeled in by by standardised tax rates and increasingly tough regulation, that maybe we were going to see a decline in our big tech fortunes in this country.
1: No, I don't think so. You know, I mean, um, when you look at the the global cuts that have been announced, generally the percentage of global cuts uh, is higher than the cuts that we're seeing in Ireland. That may not be the case for some of the, the tech companies, but for many of them, that is the case. Certainly, the information I'm getting is from the tech sector that, that Ireland is a place that they like, um, that uh, it's, a, it's a priority location for them, uh, and it's an essential part of their global business. But because their global business is, is essentially shrinking in terms of, of headcount, then, of course, that has to impact Ireland as well. Okay. Um, but, I mean, you know, if if you think about jobs announcements in recent, uh, in recent weeks, even. Uh, I think it does put it into context. you know. Okay. Uh, and and I, I think it's important to put that context on it uh, um, so that actually we see uh, the Irish economy for what it is, which is a thriving, growing economy with more people at work than ever before. Uh, and that includes the multinational sector that for the first time has more than 300,000 people employed in that sector and growing.
0: Interesting piece by Adrian Weckler in the Irish Independent uh, this morning. I know you're overseas, you probably haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but he made the point there are some warnings for Ireland about keeping up with emerging sectors. Uh, He spoke about Europe's landmark crypto regulation legislation. He said it's creating a a scramble to create R&D facilities. And he says there are signs, early signs, that the impetus Around this is passing Ireland by through indecision and inertia. Uh, he makes the point we had um, as many as eight of the top t- uh, ten crypto development hubs uh, had a presence here some years ago. They're now mainly creating bases in other countries, particularly France. Are we behind the curve in that area? Do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I'll certainly look at that article and take it seriously. I mean, he's a he's a very good journalist. Um, um, you know, I did meet um, a number of crypto companies uh, in the last number of months some of them have downsized as they would say significantly this year uh, because you know crypto in terms of its credibility took a hit last year and that's no secret but if you look at some of the new emerging technologies whether that's artificial intelligence whether it's quantum computing um, we are absolutely in the middle of the policy discussion with uh cutting-edge companies in this space i mean i met ibm who are the, the the leading global company in terms of quantum computing and uh, and how that's going to change um, how you know computing actually works uh, in the decade ahead, uh, and they have a big presence in Ireland and it's a big part of their of their global setup. Uh, you know, I, I met them and I spoke about that last week. So you know, I do want to reassure people: uh, Ireland wants to be and will be a tech centre internationally. Uh, we already are. Uh, and we're going to build on that in the future, uh, particularly in the areas uh, that are going to drive change, whether that's artificial intelligence in particular, which is already driving change, uh, whether it's quantum computing, whether it's alternative currencies. Um, um, and, it, you know, if there, if there are areas where we need to look at, at improvement, of course, I'm always open to that. But I do, you know, I do think that our team uh, in, uh, in the Department of Enterprise, uh, in Enterprise Ireland and in the IDA, are very focused on the latest technologies and building research platforms around those to make sure that Ireland is seen as as an island that is at the centre of technology development and innovation. Uh, And we invest an awful lot of public money uh, in terms of publicly funded research that partners with the private sector uh, in those kind of technologies.
0: Okay, and um, just before I let you go, th- two very quick things, uh, Minister. I know you uh, you are uh, uh, overseas on um, government business, so you won't be at the Fine Parliamentary Party. Yeah, you're in Brussels. Uh, Micheál Martin uh, apparently told the Fianna Fall Parliamentary Party meeting last night that the intervention by a number of your ministerial colleagues uh, in terms of seeking a, a major tax cut um, was unhelpful and undermined the budgetary process. He has a point, doesn't he? Look, I'm not sure about that. I mean, you know,
1: this was this was three um, Fine Gael ministers doing an opinion piece, uh, and that's what it was. It was an opinion piece outlining Fine Gael policy, which is that uh, we think that when the when an economy is growing, uh, when tax revenues are strong, um, that you know not only should Ireland do things like reduce the cost of childcare, increase pensions, increase welfare rates, uh, invest in housing and healthcare and so on. But we should also give people who are working hard on middle income...
0: I look, I think most people, so people know can, the arguments, so they, Minister. I think most yeah, people no, no. know the arguments. Some people would say maybe pick up the phone to the finance minister. I mean, this was endorsed by the Taoiseach, this, uh, this article, by the way. Uh, like, pick up the phone to the Minister for Finance instead of using a megaphone to negotiate.
1: No, but look, I mean, I've said this in the doll answering questions, so has the Taoiseach. You know, Fine Gael has an ambition uh, to see people earning up to 50,000 euros a year before they have to pay at the higher tax rates. Like that's that's been a Fine Gael policy for, for a long time. Um, and it's really just about bringing Ireland in line with norms across the European Union.
0: Yeah. Uh, at the moment- Sinn Féin must Ireland's be delighted with this though, mustn't it? Like this kind of squabbling between the coalition partners, it, it plays into Sinn Féin's hands, does it not?
1: No, well, I mean, look, let's be cl- uh, clear, you know, the coalition government will will work together, as we have done, in the build-up to previous budgets. Michael McGrath is a good finance minister, highly competent, uh, and he'll put a budget together this year for next year. Um, but that doesn't mean that a party as large as Fine Gael isn't going to have internal debate around how budgets are formed and what priorities are are focused on uh, and that we'll talk to the public about that you know that's that's what politics is about but of course you know when it comes to the decision-making process we have a process to go through in terms of a budgetary process there'll be a summary economic statement which will outline the parameters of the budget and we'll work from there, as we have done in the last number of years.
0: And very finally, as the Minister for Business, Enterprise and Innovation, how do you respond to Mary Lou Macdonald's accusation that you're engaging in cosy chats with food retailers regarding grocery and energy prices? Look, I mean, you know, we're not. I
1: mean, you know, she's in opposition and she's going to try and criticise the government. Uh, What we're doing at the moment is trying to ensure uh, that consumers are protected and that competition is working in the food retail sector uh, to to ensure that consumers aren't paying higher prices than they should be paying. Uh, yesterday, I met the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission for over an hour, yesterday afternoon, to talk to them uh, about how competition is functioning in this market and what we need to do to, uh, to further understand uh, whether consumers are being protected
0: in the way that they should. Treasure Island, uh, that's and, what Ireland is and, and, known as for retailers and, here.
1: Well, you know, My job is to make sure uh, that competition protects consumers, increases choice, uh, keeps prices competitive. And if that's not the case, well, then we have to look uh, at intervening to ensure that it is the case. Um, um, But I think we have to work on the basis of data. And the data at the moment shows that food inflation in Ireland is actually the lowest in the European Union. Now, maybe it's starting from too high a base and we have to look at that. Um, But you know we have to work on the basis of evidence and data here, and not you know opinion that isn't that isn't based on that data. So I'm working with the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission, who are independent of government, to make sure that competition works for consumers in this space. And we'll keep working on that in the weeks ahead. News Talk Breakfast with
0: Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk.